Hey everyone, this is the one and only Natalie Bell, also known as Peg City Lovely, and I am excited today because, well, you know, it's Sunday, so it means football, but I have a very special guest on my broadcast today, and that is my one and only fabulous cousin, Coach V, otherwise known as Vernus Blair. He is... An amazing individual. He is so inspiring and motivating to me all the time. I love him dearly. He has been doing personal training for years. He was in in pro basketball. He's done soccer. He's done every sport. But he has definitely found his love in personal training, and that's where he excels. And so today we're going to talk about a few things, and that has to do with working out. And that's one of the the big things out there right now. Fitness is a huge topic and trend, I would say. And so we're going to talk about the top five workout myths that uh, people are experiencing or may not have experienced and don't even know. So I would like to introduce to you my one, my only, my fave, Coach V. Well, thank you very much. I guess I could just straight retire after that one. Can it get any better? Can it get any better? <laughs> exactly, right? Right? Well, so, thanks, for putting, thanks for putting this whole thing together. You know, we've been trying to get this on for a long time now, so the, the timing is actually perfect because it's the end of summer and people are getting more focused on uh, being indoors and doing those type of things instead of patio life and all of those things. Although we do love our patio life. Yes, we do. <laughs> but it's coming to an end. So before we get into this, I just want to make sure everyone is listening that you can join in with us on Spreaker right now. Go to Spreaker.com. Peg City Chat with Nat is the name of the show. And there's a, a little, uh, you click on the interview with Coach V and you'll be able to chat with us and ask questions if you have any. Please feel free to do that. But let's let's get started with our first myth, shall we? All right. All now, right. Keep in mind. Keep in mind that these change from time to time, but there's a couple in there, and I'll point them out that are that are pretty solid because they've actually stood the test of time, unfortunately. Right? Yes. So the the first one we'll start with is that to get in shape, you need a gym membership. Mm. Now, most people find that like common sense, right? Of course, I'm going to go get a membership. You know, there's a number of places they offer great deals, but I guarantee you that having a gym membership doesn't equal actually going to the gym and getting in shape. Right. Right. So there's there's the novelty aspect of it where, you know, you go hard at the beginning because it's a new place to go. But once the novelty wears off, if you're not dedicated to what you're doing, it's going to seem like a chore to go there. And that's when your fitness progress starts to fall apart. Well, and that's the whole piece right there. If it's a chore and you're not enjoying it, why bother? Exactly. And the number one thing is what you see, everybody sees it, you know, the right after Christmas and New Year's and all that. And then usually there's a good rush right after summer, and then it slows down again right around Christmas time and once again picks up after New Year's. So right now we're, all these gym places are probably in a flux where there's a lot of people, you know, been bad all summer or just said to themselves, you know what, I'm just going to wait till the end of summer and get a membership and get in shape. Yeah. So... The thing is, I mean, I've, I've, I've had a gym membership before. I've had, you know, they, they have, they tout many gym uh, locations talk about having personal training on site and all that kind of stuff. So, you know, some people like myself, there are many times where I feel if I don't actually go somewhere, I'm not going to do a workout because I'm not as self-motivated 
some days. There are many days where I am, but there's a lot of days that I'm not, which is that that's probably the case for the people who uh, sign up for gym memberships. Absolutely. But, you know, the the main thing is the key point of what you said is getting out of your house, right? Yeah. So while the weather is nice and, you know, I encourage a lot of people to do that, like get outside and do as many activities as you can outside because what that's going to do is slowly get you into the habit of doing things and then when it comes to be, you know, minus 30, minus 40 and all those things, you're in that habit and it's like, well, the only other place I can go is to the gym. But the toughest thing for people to do is, you know, go from zero to 100, which means full access to everything that a gym has to offer, but really no habits to back that up. Right. You know, unless it's, you know, right across the street from your house and most people don't have that convenience. Well, that's, you know, even where I am right now, there's literally nowhere close by for me to go for if I wanted to but we have beautiful nature trails lots of places you could ride a bike you can go walking so there's no excuse right exactly there is no excuse and then exactly like what you said you know when the day's nice outside for you to drive say 25 30 minutes to get to your gym for workout as opposed to doing something outside you're probably not going to go to the gym right <laughs> you're right and, you're right and that speaks for that speaks for everybody i mean if you know on my instagram page you'll see stuff of me doing stuff outside because you know i can't be bothered to get to the gym but i know i have to do something right yeah but at least you're doing something exactly and that's a positive thing do something create those positive habits and then if you want to get a gym membership it's going to facilitate your habits like the gym membership isn't your habit you know what I mean? yes absolutely so Okay, I'm going to talk a little bit about diet now because I think some people will think, hey, I can eat whatever the heck I want for as long as I, I want, as long as I work out three days a week. Yes, yes. And that's a very common notion. We, we like to say you can't out-train a, a bad diet. So, and, and, you know, when I say we, I speak about, you know, my partner, Marianne, you know, um, she is a nurse and she knows the habits of people just like I do and we've been doing this for so long that we realized that we were that person before too who thought you know what I can eat McDonald's I can eat all these things and I can expect the results that I want in the gym right yeah so you can get some results but it won't be your maximum amount of results because your body can't do two things at the same time it's either it's processing junk and trying to get it out of your system or it's working on you know burning fat or it's working on building muscle but your body can't be fed all this garbage and then think well, I'm going to go back in time and work off a bad decision yes. right. right well and I think it's important to note that I mean I've, I've even I've had a whole healthy lifestyle change over the last I would say six to eight months and I've had some uh, hormonal and anxiety type symptoms etc trying to figure out why I have heart palpitations all this kind of stuff and you and I have talked and Marianne and I have talked as well but the diet piece has made such a huge difference in my energy, in my sleeping habits. Uh, it's just completely changed my day-to-day, -day, right? So now in the morning before I used to have, and I'm not talking junk food, right? I'm not talking like junk food, junk food. I'm talking I used to have coffee and a carrot muffin and something else sweet. And then by the afternoon, I'm a mess. Yes. Right? Yes. The old sugar crash. Yes. And then I can't sleep at night, which, 
you know, we both have toddlers. We know what that's about. But <laughs> yeah, yeah. But when you can get some sleep, it's nice to be able to actually get a full sleep. Right? Exactly. So when I think about how I've changed my diet now, I've added in way more fruits and vegetables. I'm taking the proper vitamins. I have protein every morning. Yeah. What a difference, right? So it's not just yeah. about the junk food, your traditional no. junk food. It's about changing the food that that affects your your body and your your biorhythms. Yes, and it and we we tend to think about like you know carrots. Carrots are healthy. You know you, you just you trick yourself into thinking that because there's one healthy component in there, you ignore the other nine or ten unhealthy components, and that's kind of how they market things, and that's how we grown to attach ourselves to certain things but we wouldn't say just wake up in the morning and have two raw carrots yeah but we'll have a carrot muffin you know and it's it's the psyche of, of of humans it's our hormones it's everything and you know when you're going through those changes and you're feeling things are you know not quite balanced it's also your body going through as you know withdrawal from you know decades of, of eating this way and we've all gone through it as, as well you know we've all gone down the sugar highway where it's you know i'm so addicted i one candy turns into know slurpee turns into chips you know it's ridiculous oh i know it's i mean there's so many different things that you know and i mean we've grown up together we've we've eaten different things and and you know i must say our jamaican lifestyle though (laughs) (laughs) that that's something you can't mess with i'm gonna have my ackee and saltfish people i'm gonna have it sorry everything in moderation we wish we could actually have it every day but we really can't so when we have it once a week that's fine but it's the people who you know every saturday they go out and they you know friday after work and saturday and they drink bad and they eat poor and then they think that they can you know do some cardio on sunday and burn off what they did yesterday well it doesn't work like that exactly so let's let's uh, let's go i'm just for the folks listening let's talk about us uh women as yes. it relates to, you know, weight training. So I know my big thing is I'm not a huge yoga person. I love to do cardio and aerobic type, type activity, but weight training is important. However, I've heard about the fact that, you know, as a female, all of a sudden I'm going to be looking more masculine because I'm weight yeah. training. And I believe that's number three myth. Yes. And that is that is the one I will point out. The first one that is going to step unfortunately stands the test of time and you know the women do not have the amount of testosterone in their body to develop muscles the way men develop muscles when they lift heavy weights so the benefit of our clients and you know we're you know there's women who are power lifters and who are quite large but if you look at in comparison to their male counterparts they're still smaller compared to them right right so for our female clients and especially our clients that are you know mid to mid 30s and then you know and older we try to focus on when we do any heavy weights it's to increase bone density and it's to create more muscle mass to support you know spinal and skeletal issues as we age you know osteoporosis osteoarthritis you know we live in a very cold climate the more muscle you have the more protection your spine has as you age so when we talk about increasing the muscle we have you you know as women that you have we don't mean bulking up but we mean gaining muscle and right. also, the more the more muscle you have, the more fat you burn. So I need to get some more muscle. <laughs> everybody, everybody needs to have more muscle. Everybody needs to have more muscle. I don't think we've met anybody at a critical point where we're like, "Whoa, you know, you have too much muscle." I, don't, I haven't got to anybody who's naturally like that. Right. You know? So I, I just want to kind of get in and and make sure that those of 
of us, uh, those that are listening that just joined, that I'm, I'm talking with my fabulous cousin, Coach V from Higher Level Fitness, higherlevelfitness.net, if you'd like some more information. And he is, he's fabulous. He's, he's, he's a real talker, is what I will say. It's all about the real talk with Coach V. There's no, <laughs> there's no messing around with Coach V. And so if you're listening right now, there's Spreaker.com. We're on Spreaker. We're on Blab right now. You can chat, ask questions, and uh, we'll, we'll, we'll try to make sure we answer them for you. But we're, we're, we're into almost half of our myths now. So we've got number one myth, thinking you need a gym membership. Number two, you cannot out-train a bad diet. And so far, what we just talked about, number three, is that as a female, weight training does not mean you're going to look more masculine and be all bulky. So we're heading into myth number four. And I know we've got some people asking a couple questions right now. Hi, Miss Chocolate Fruit on Blab. I'll let you know that he is in Winnipeg, Manitoba in Canada. We're in Canada right now. So that's what we're, we're talking about. Yeah, <laughs> we got some got some love on the on the line right now. Okay, so Coach V, tell me, tell me about myth number four. What is it? And this, and this is something where you know when I we were sitting around with some some of the fellas a couple of weeks ago, and we were laughing that we when we were younger. We used to play a lot of basketball, and the guys that were you know the age we are now, then we used to laugh at them because they did the number four myth. They stretched before an activity. Right. So. That is one where most people don't see the actual benefit of stretching when they look in the mirror, but it's something that when you do over time, there is a definite physical benefit that you can see in your performance in the gym, in your daily life, and just in your level of comfort just existing. So what, why, how did that come to be? Like, why is stretching, I, I, I don't... We're, because we're lazy. Ah, like, all right. Yeah. <laughs> we're all lazy people. Yeah. <laughs> yes, we, we are lazy people. And when it goes back to... You know, I, I, I've been in sports all my life, so I kind of go back to those things. You know, when you have your, when everybody would get to practice, say, 15 minutes before practice, regardless of your sport, volleyball, badminton, football, whatever it was, nobody just started stretching. The coaches had to actively organize you to stretch. It's just something about humans where unless it becomes part of our lifestyle, which means, you know, you do it all the time, it's your lifestyle, it's not just a phase or a fad, we just wouldn't do it. Yeah. You know, if I was a psychiatrist or psychologist, maybe we could find the inherent answer behind that. But it's just something that you don't see. And then secondarily to that, the people that do stretch, 50% of the people that I see on a regular basis do not stretch properly. Why is that? We just go through the motion of stretching. Like we've been shown how to bend and manipulate our joints in a certain way, but we're not actually doing the procedure properly. So it's something like, for example, when I see people doing the their quad stretch and, you know, it's almost like they're doing a balancing act on one leg and then the leg that they're trying to stretch is, you know, 90 degrees to their, to their plant leg. And that's not how you stretch your quad, but they just think grab the foot, pull your leg back to your butt, and that's a quad stretch. Right. And, and that's not how you do it, but you see it all the time. And so what are some great, you know, other than talking to you? And seeing your, I know you and Marianne have some periscopes and some videos on YouTube, etc. As to proper ways to stretch, what are are, are those great resources that uh, folks can can get on and and get that basic information? Because again, yeah. it's one of those things where I, that's what you think. Okay, I need to stretch my quad. Yeah. I'm just gonna pull up my leg to my butt, and away we go. But where where can folks find that information that's actually you know 
clear and simple to follow, user friendly and right. and true. I would actually just say do a do a simple Google search and you're gonna find a number of experts. Like I would you know, if you were to go to someone in the city, I would I would actually recommend Tim at Sport and Spine. He's on Henderson Highway. He's great. He I thought I knew how to stretch correctly and I went in there with some minor injuries. Yes, I work out and I do get injured from time to time too. And I realized that I was doing a number of things incorrectly that I thought that I was doing right. So it's always good to kind of touch base with a professional that's in your area that knows more than you because obviously that increases your knowledge base as well. That being said I would say, you know, if you're somewhere where you don't know anybody, I would say do a Google search. There's lots of videos on YouTube by some good physical therapists, and you can go and follow the step-by-step. The third thing I'll say to that is the consistency is most important of it all. It's okay to know how to do it. It's okay to think about doing it. It's okay to do it once or twice, but if you're not going to do it over the long haul, I would say don't even start until you're ready because it's not going to make a difference, and you're just going to think every time I stretch, it doesn't make a difference, but that's because you're quitting before you give it a chance to start working. I think that's with anything, right? Never mind just stretching. That's with your your workout goals. And, you know, if you say you're going to do two days a week, do the flipping two days a week, (laughs) right? Yeah, you just have to get get it done. And we always say we are about giving information. We're not about saying, you know, if you need to get a personal trainer, come see us. But personal trainers are always an option. If you feel like you can't motivate yourself and you know what you want, but you need someone to hold you accountable, that there's no shame in that. That's what personal trainers are for. Yes. Just like there's physiotherapists for what they do and et cetera. You know, you just have to use the professionals if you feel like you need them. If not, there's plenty that you can actually just talk to and get some information from as well. Well, exactly. And I think it's important to make sure that your personal trainers are certified as well. Absolutely. Certified and insured. It's very, it's very important. Anybody can say that their personal trainer because they've been working out themselves ask to see certification you know ask for insurance and ask to talk to references they should have a number of clients will be more than willing to speak to you and talk about their experiences because it's supposed to be positive yes get those testimonials folks all right so we have another one here and this this is going to be a big one i'm sure there's going to be a lot of people that want to join in and have some conversation about this last myth and that is hey can't I just go take this pill and all of a sudden my body's going to look perfect? <laughs> right. <laughs> Why not? Sounds right. Seems the easy. In, the spin-off industry from, from the people that do that, you know, is, is there's a lot of medical issues that that creates as well. So we'll just start from the beginning and say there is no pill. There is no special food. There is no special diet that's going to create a lifestyle change. The only way to successfully and, and healthily losing weight being successfully, you know, in this lifestyle change is to actually change your lifestyle. So that means, you know, every Saturday, if you normally go for beers and and cheese and whatever else you do that's bad and that is what's holding you back, then you just don't do that anymore. Yes. That's the bottom line. You just don't do that anymore. And and that that is what the most important thing is. I think, you know, but, uh, you know, okay, with the pill thing, I get it. But when you talk about diet, that's different now. Diets yes. are different because there's a diet for everything now. There's the carb diet. There's paleo. There's everything right now. So how do how do people just regular people differentiate through that all and navigate that whole all these diets right now? Where yes, if you if you stick to this diet, you're going to look like this. If you go on this diet, you're going to look like this. Like how are people supposed to navigate through that? Well, the most important thing is to know where your starting point is. So you have to know 
where your skeletal muscle percentage is, your body fat percentage is, your visceral fat percentage. Once you learn those things, then when you try these diets, you will see what actually works for you. It's not just about the number on the scale, and a lot of times we get caught up in this, you know, I weigh this and I weigh that, but there's more to it. Those those numbers that I gave you, skeletal muscle percentage, your body fat percentage, your visceral fat, which is the fat on your internal organs and your intestines, when you know those numbers and you quantify them with the results of your diet, other than the weight on the scale, then you will see what's actually working for you. And the only thing that ever works is a lifestyle change. And a lot of these diets only work for certain individuals. We are all different. Well, and that's the thing. That's the key. There is no one size fits all as it relates to a pill, a diet, a workout. You have to change things up. Right. And challenge yourself. Just take take a generic workout from one of those magazines and do it. Do it for 90 days. Do it religiously and see if you get the results that they say you're going to get. They can't do that because they only do that based on one or two individuals. Everybody is different. Right? Yes. Yes. And that's one of the things we say. You always have to work out for your body type. It's not about, you know, I see girls. A lot of times I see people in the gym doing squats and doing other exercises that they don't need because their legs are already developed, but they're neglecting other parts of their body. They're just doing the fat workout right now, right? right? Which is a part of that quick fix mentality. If I want to look like her, I got to work out like she does. That's not well. Me. And you know, it's really funny. It's no different than getting money quick, right? Quick, quick fix money schemes, right? Yes. It's, it's the same similar mentality. And I think when it comes to our fitness and our wellness and our health and lifestyle, that just isn't going to go because I can guarantee you there is no one on this earth like Natalie Bell. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. And, you gotta, and, and we always say embrace who you are and everybody has their little issues. Like, for example, we've been getting more into hormonal things and, you know, a lot of these quick fix things disrupt women's hormones. Yes. Your hormone pattern. And then you're going through, so you set yourself further back and then you're on this other journey of trying to get your hormones balanced. But these things that you've been doing is actually throwing you out of whack. Well, and that's what I've been, you know, like I said, it's been a journey for me for six to eight months with my anxiety and and things like that. And all of the things I'm learning about my adrenal system and my food intolerances and all that kind of stuff. Um, So that's why I say when, when, you know, I believe that that's a myth that, you know, this one diet is going to automatically transform my body. It's not because so many factors come into play and making sure that I'm, you know, like you said, being consistent with how I apply the new lifestyle, how I apply different workouts, what works for me, what doesn't work for me. And I think it's important to note that there are going to be workouts that you don't like, but you got to do them, (laughs) right? Because you can't just focus on, like you say, just only doing squats. What happens to the rest of your body? Exactly. And And it becomes a cycle where look for things that are your favorite and we always gravitate towards those things right yes you really want to see change and you have to do things differently than you've already done them another thing we say to our clients you know you've been doing xyz for 20 or 25 years and you expect all these changes in 90 days yeah you know if i see you twice a week you know 90 days isn't very many sessions so i'm gonna cut it right it's not gonna cut it so you have to give your body time to adjust and be honest with yourself if you start on a path and then you do something negative like you know consume more alcohol or eat foods that you're not supposed to eat you can't expect you know like we say going back to the out training a bad diet you can't just jump back and say okay well i'm gonna work really hard this month and then no you're already behind so yes. every time you do that you set yourself further behind right 
Well, I think we need to do a little recap here because I know we're coming to our, our time here. I'm not sure if anyone has any further questions. I'm looking at the screens here. I don't see anything right now. However, I will kind of recap what we've been talking about and who I've been talking to today. So again, on the line, it's, it's myself, obviously, uh, Natalie, Peg City Lovely, and my fabulous cousin, Coach V from Higher Level Fitness, and his beautiful wife, Marianne, couldn't be online with us right now, but you know what? Her and I will be doing a podcast soon because I have what's called diastasis recti. Any of you who have had children would know what that means and my abs have completely separated to the point where I need surgical consultation. So (laughs) we're going to talk about great exercises for that. Maybe I'll even do some demos. Skype everybody. Yeah. Um, But Coach V is here from Higher Level Fitness. You can see everything that he and Marianne have been doing and have built over the last however many years in their personal training business. And uh, it's higherlevelfitness.net. And of course, I will be posting this on my blog as well as giving all the different links that uh, we kind of discussed as well as listing out what the top uh, five workout myths are. And just to recap for those of you that are coming in on the end, um, number one myth is that you need a gym membership. No, you don't. Right, Coach V? <laughs> number two, you cannot out-train a bad diet. So it doesn't matter how much you train. If you're eating junk every day, it's not going to matter. Right? That's right. That's right. Right. All right. And number three. For those of you women who think that weight training isn't for you because you're going to end up bulking up and and not looking, uh, you know, how, how you'd like to look, well, that's that's a lie. We all need weight training as well. Absolutely. Number four, well, I'll let Coach V finish off here. Well, number four was stretching. Yes, is very important. Yes, the myth is that we don't need stretching. We need stretching every day. Everybody needs stretching, so get out there and stretch. Stretch while you're watching the next NFL football game like I will. (laughs) Absolutely. Uh, And then finally, there is absolutely no pill or diet on this earth, quick fix, that will transform your body. It's all about lifestyle. Correct? That's correct. And really quick, I actually just thought of something. Sure. Uh, For each each one, I'm really quickly going to give you an alternative or something you can do so that you're not falling into that myth. Awesome. Do it. Okay. So for the first one where you don't, where you, you know, you need a gym membership to get in shape. Yeah. Save the money from that and get some education, get some knowledge from professional, consult with them, get some at-home workouts or some things to do outside of a gym while the weather is still nice, some things you can do on your own and create that healthy lifestyle. Then think about getting a gym membership to supplement your healthy lifestyle, not yes. create it. I like it. Okay? Mm-hmm. All right, and number two, you can't out-train a bad diet. Obviously, everybody needs a cheat day, but you need a cheat day. So <laughs> Not six days, out of seven. No, for every month, you should give yourself one cheat day if you've been good the whole month. Yes, it seems strict, but if you can't be strict at the beginning, then there's no hope when you get loose and a little bit more relaxed at the end. Right. Okay? Okay. So, you want to make sure you stay disciplined on that. Um, number three, obviously, if you lift heavy as a woman, you will bulk up. That is obviously a myth and untrue. What you want to do is do some heavier compound movements. And I'm not going to throw weights out there because that gets people into a zone of this is heavy and that's not heavy. Whatever is heavy for you, you should be trying to do exercises in reps of 10 to build um, 
some more muscle and create more bone density. And reps if, if of 10. Yes, he reps of 10. Okay. Do it 10. Do it as many as you can. Commercials, whatever. Bone density is very important. And if you just do some research on that and you'll see for later on in life the big issues around that, especially if you live in the prairie provinces. Yep. Um, number four, stretching is important. There isn't important. Obviously, stretching is very important. So Google, find a professional around you. Get a set of stretches. It only takes five to seven minutes to do a full body set of stretches. Do those twice a day, every day, and in 30 days, I guarantee you, you'll feel a difference in your lifestyle, period. Whatever it is you do. If you sit around lots, you're going to feel the difference. If you're an active person, you're just going to feel the difference as well. Awesome. And uh, lastly, no quick fix. That kind of ties in with um, number one, save your money from the gym memberships and from buying the quick fixes and get yourself the proper food because everybody says food is so expensive, healthy food is so expensive. Yeah. There's two areas where you can cut corners save some money and create a healthy lifestyle by adding those healthy foods slowly into your diet do not overwhelm yourself by doing a complete 180 make some slow incremental changes and then it'll become a habit don't do things too fast no herky jerky let's be steady let's be focused i love it oh my god i hope you guys had as much fun as we did did we not fam i absolutely the time flew by i can't <laughs> wait to do and we have so much more we're going to be talking about. So everyone needs to stay tuned to Peg City Chat with Nat because these podcasts are just the beginning of some pretty amazing uh, things going on in the world with my family, with myself, and the blog. So stay tuned to Peg City Chat with Nat. I thank every single one of you for listening. Again, stay tuned to PegCityLovely.com for all of the summary of this uh, podcast and the link so you can share it with your friends. And all the folks that you care about, because, you know, it's important that we all share this kind of information with each other. It's good information. Stay consistent. Be good to each other. And I hope you all have a fabulous rest of the weekend. It's NFL time. (laughs) (laughs) Say bye. Health as well. Yeah. Thanks, guys.